Hello and welcome once again to Life Lessons with an Inebriated Psychic and I will be your guide to all things metaphysical. So this week I'd like to talk about why you don't have to be perfect. So a lot of times, especially in the spiritual realm, people who are life coaches, who want to be teachers and guides, have this preconceived notion that they have to be perfect before they can go out there and speak to others. And the fact of the matter is, no. It's really that simple. So, for example, my expertise is in seeing dead people, it's in reading people, and it's in healing. And that healing is usually soul level. It's not about their physical body. It's not about if you're overweight, I'm going to make you skinny. I can't even make myself skinny. I can't make my back get any better. It's got severe problems. And while I do take care of myself, I, I, am, I am not able to move as much as I would like. And so I am not perfect. And I do not have all the answers and neither does any other teacher or any other guide out there. And the thing is, when they expect perfection before they'll allow you to become their teacher or guide, they are forgetting that they are not perfect. The other thing that you should do, and there's a lot of books out there about like healing your life and healing your body because, you know, an ache or pain can relate to something going on in your life. Now, there is some truth in that. Uh, women who are, who are abused will have issues with their female, female anatomy. And if you carry a heavy load, sometimes your back will hurt. There is mind-body-soul connection. And that does cause manifestations of illness sometimes. But not always. Sometimes our illnesses, our issues are the things that we came to earth with that give us the lessons that we need for our soul to develop. So for example, I have a really, really bad back. And because of it, I'm on a never ending circle of pain, try to work out and diet, which creates more pain, which means that I'm stuck doing nothing for a while. So I've got a never ending loop of not being able to lose weight. And it's very depressing for me. However, that never-ending loop gives me so much patience and compassion for other people that I just don't judge them when they're saying they're not feeling well. I have nothing but sympathy and all I want to do is try and help. And so the lessons that I've learned from my illnesses, of which there's been many, the lessons I've learned from that have led, you, led me to become the person I am today. So there isn't anything that happens in your past that is bad because it creates the person you're going to become. And as long as that person is loving and kind and compassionate and good to yourself as well as others, then you have learned the right lessons. And I'm not saying that the pain will ever go away. It may not. But I have so many people who help me on a daily basis. I have a husband who loves me dearly, who would do anything to make sure I'm okay. I go see an acupuncturist who's also a hypnotherapist, who's also a Reiki 
practitioner who who honestly has changed my life from me being full-time on pills to me not needing as many anymore and being able to go back to actually doing stuff again I have amazing people in my corner who are natural healers who will see that I am spiraling out of control because when you're in pain you get very depressed and they'll call me and say hey let me give you a treatment so the thing is that through my pain I've made all these wonderful connections with all these higher vibrational beings these people who are amazingly kind and have been through their own journey of pain and sadness and loss and it's made them become better healers because they can understand better where someone's coming from and they can love you through it whereas some people I know I go out to the store and they see me riding on one of those little carts and they just think oh she's fat that's why she's riding on the cart they don't understand the reason I'm fat is because can't move that I spend some days laid up in bed unable to even get to the restroom by myself they don't understand the amount of pain I have to be in to actually get on one of those carts because I hate it you know and there are there are many times that I've gone to restaurants and I've ordered a regular coke and they bring me a diet coke thinking they're being helpful by you know putting me on a diet they think I need and the truth of the matter is that for me diet coke is far worse for me than regular coke the truth of the matter is recently I don't really drink that much soda anymore I really cut it out of my system about three years ago so it's rare that I order a, a coke and it's usually because I can't drink water so water gives me tremendous indigestion and so there are times when I have a coke because the only other option is water and I can't drink their water there are some restaurants I go to their water is wonderful and I can drink gallons of the stuff but my stomach is highly sensitive and it doesn't like certain things and water is one of them it can make me really ill at night but that judgment of someone seeing you being overweight and bringing you a diet coke thinking they're being helpful is just insulting and hurtful and just like any other human I feel it and I feel the judgment and it hurts me and so what I'd really like to get across today is that when we sit in judgment of other people without knowing their whole story we're really missing what life is about you know the only one who can judge our story is ourselves because as close as me and my husband are he doesn't walk in my shoes every day and I don't walk in his and we can share our experience and talk about it until we're blue in the face but we can't feel the experience of the other person I'm very empathic I do walk into a room and feel everything but if I'm not in your shoes I have no right to say I'm feeling that I understand a bit of it more because I have the empathy but I don't understand the whole picture as to what goes on into your mind when you're feeling that way and how to adjust that so when you see somebody out and about who's struggling and you don't know why and you have no judgment other than the appearance of that person I want you to remember this 
Sometimes, for me, even getting dressed is difficult. And there have been times when I worked in a corporate job that I couldn't even iron my clothes because it meant standing up and lifting an iron. And so I would stick them in the dryer and put them on and go to work. And it was awful because I am pretty on point. I like to look a certain way. I like to present myself as being all put together. But there are times I'm not all put together and there are times that I have breakdowns too. So please, the message from today is don't ever feel alone and don't ever feel like you have the right to judge somebody else when you've not lived in their shoes. It's very, very difficult to do. It's very, very difficult to just get through some days by yourself and face the world. And pain medication and back pain for me are soul destroying because I can't do the things I want to do with my children. But I still make the best out of my life. When I am having a good day, we do something. When I am feeling good, I clean the house and will celebrate having been able to do the cleaning in my own house because there have been like years where I haven't been up to it and my husband or my boys have had to do it and that can be upsetting sometimes. But the truth of the matter is, this is my journey. It's my honest journey. And from being three years old, sat in a quarantined room because nobody knew what the hell was wrong with me for a month by myself, with the only visitors being my mother and uh, seeing my sister and my cousins in the car up the hill and waving at them from the window. And actually, <laughs> the only other person who visited me was my very much dead uh, great-grandmother who had been dead a long time by then. And she used to come sit with me and tell me stories. And her name was Amelia. So it was no wonder that later in life when I could read for myself, my favorite books were Naughty Amelia Jane because they reminded me of her. But when you've had a lifetime of these things, and I'm gonna tell you a big secret, nobody in this world doesn't go through their own nightmares, their own set of issues. They can look from the outside like they have the most blessed life ever. And you would think that they have had it all together and it's been the best thing in the world and they're multi-millionaires and they travel all the time or they can buy whatever they want. But that doesn't mean that it's always been easy for them. Appearances are never who the person actually is. They are just that, the appearance of somebody. And I like to be as authentic as I can. And I, I quite honestly probably overshare a lot with my friends because I just tell the truth. If I am feeling a certain kind of way, I will go and have the conversation and say, I'm feeling this way. And as long as I have trust with you, I will be as open a book as you can ever read. You will get my inside leg measurements, you will get my inside outs, upside downs, and what's more, if you share with me all of your inside outs and upside downs, you can trust me to love you 
through all of it. The good, the bad, the ugly. If you've made a mistake, I'm gonna love you anyway. It's going to be okay. There is no problem with this at all. And I think that's what, that's what spiritual life has been for me. It's been a journey to find in my authentic self. It's been a journey to find who I am at my core and not letting other people influence or change that. So when somebody does hurt me or they disown me and walk away because I'm not up to their standard of perfection, uh, be it cleaning my house or taking care of my children or whatever their idea of what I should be like, um, if they walk away from me, it's not because I haven't been authentic. It's because they can't stand the reflection. It's because when people are as authentic as I try to be, and I'm not gonna say I'm perfect, because nobody is, but when people are as authentically trying to be as decent a human being as possible, and they have something where they're not that decent, or they're not that giving, all they want to do is sit and criticize everything and everyone they've ever looked at. Those people, when they see somebody who truly cares, they walk away because they can't face themselves. And it's been a hard lesson to learn that it's not about me. It's hard to not take it personal when somebody rejects you. But the truth of the matter is, if somebody's rejecting you, it's because they see something in you that they don't like in themselves. You know, um, a long time ago I studied astrology and we have polar opposites. And me and my oldest son, we're polar opposites. I'm an Aquarius, he's a Leo. And the pride he used to have used to infuriate me because I'm all about be humble, be humane, what have you. And as a child, it, w it, was, it was a difficult childhood for him. He had other issues going on. Um, but over time, we found our balance, we found our yin-yang, and we found a way to appreciate our differences instead of let those annoy us. And now we have the best relationship that you couldn't possibly imagine as he was growing up. You couldn't have imagined that we'd be as close as we are or, or as totally and completely like just such a wonderful relationship between me and my son I, and, and I know every day I'm blessed for that and I know that the lessons I have with my parents led me to be open enough to accept him for who he is and not judge him because I learned from my parents to judge everybody and everybody was found lacking and when you live that way you're miserable you can't be happy because nobody lives up to your ideal because they're human nobody can but for my son and I we managed to find ourselves a nice little balance and we just love each other and it's good and I just I desperately want people to understand that judgments they're ego based and yeah, we need good judgment in some things. We need to know when to let go of people. We need to know when to welcome people in. We need to know, you know, there are judgments we make every day that could save our lives. Should I eat that egg that's all runny? No, that can save your life from salmonella. There are judgments that are good, 
but there are judgments where we think we're so superior that we forget to be human. And so during this journey of metaphysical, um, one of the first things I'm going to ask you to do is stop, write down in a journal all the things you really like about yourself. And then write down in the journal all the things you're judging yourself on. Did you eat too much chocolate today? And then I want you to look at each of those questions about what you're judging yourself on and ask big picture, does this really matter? Why should this matter? If the matter is you're overweight and you haven't made any effort to change it and you're judging yourself on it, then ask yourself why. What is making you comfortable staying where you're at? Because there is a comfort level to it. For me, being overweight was a protection from men being all gross. It just was. It, it helped stop guys who were looking at me a certain kind of way and that was okay with me. So I got comfortable with it and that's okay. But ask yourself, is this something I want to change? Is it something I don't? And if I don't want to change it, then I have to stop judging myself for it. But get real with yourself, find yourself deep down, get yourself a journal and start looking at ways to make your life better. And one of them is to stop judging yourself and then do yourself a favor. If you find yourself always in conflict with a kid or always in conflict with parents or always in conflict with your spouse, write down what you really love about them and then what drives you nuts. And then ask, do I have any control over this? And if the answer is no, let it go. If the answer is no to you making something better, then let it go. Stop judging yourself on it. It's out of your hands. Just release it to the universe because you don't have to carry that with you every day, all day. And that load can get really heavy and change the way that you're feeling about yourself. So anyways, this was today's episode of Life Lessons with the Inebriated Psychic. It was a little bit more um, in-depth than I had anticipated. But you know what? In order to do this journey properly, we have to get real with ourselves and be as honest and authentic as we can be. And I just appreciate you all listening and I look forward to next week. Stay blessed.